Welcome back to another amazing Alliance podcast. We have a guest in our office or our room today, and we would like for him to introduce himself. He's going to tell us who he is, who he works for, what he does in the community, and how he arrived here on our podcast. Jeremy, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate y'all having me. Uh, like you said, my name is Jeremy Burton, and um, I am the director of program operations at the Union Rescue Mission Nehemiah House here in Little Rock. Oh, he's important. And, oh, uh, big time director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a title for me. Um, I, I have many hats, though, there. I do uh, everything, a little bit of everything. But um, this would be my eighth year there total. I also did... Um, uh, nine months in the program myself back in 2013 so i am a graduate yeah i'm a graduate alumni of the nehemiah house that's what's up yeah so good uh, it's an amazing place saved my life um it's got me to this point where i am now and so i've I've never left um let's see back in you know i i was real bad into drugs and alcohol um growing up and, um, you know, similar background, my parents uh, divorced when I was 13. So um, I'll just keep it simple. That's that's kind of where it all spiraled out of control. I was looking for acceptance, mm-hmm. love from people because I wasn't getting it at home. Mm-hmm. Mom had to work two jobs. Um, I felt like I was a pretty good kid most of my life. But then I got introduced to painkillers um, probably in I'm not even sure what year. But that's the drug that got me. Um, it hooked me. Um, everything else went by the wayside. I started selling them uh, to get to get more to fund my addiction. And then I became addicted to money. So all in all, it was a bad situation. Start um, doing that full time. Drop out of school. I was doing. I was in college. Dropped out. Started pursuing that. Um, got hooked up on IV. Started using drugs that way. The same pills? Was it pills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you introduce meth and uh, other drugs that come along with that lifestyle. And that's what it is. It, it's a dark lifestyle. So I was stuck in, stuck in that life. There's, uh, there's with the, with the, uh, just the addiction of the drug with painkillers, it's, it's a physical addiction too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just mental. So like you're sick, you know, you yeah. have withdrawal. So. Man, I just remember I was, uh, I, I remember one night I went to sleep and I prayed. I was like, God, I just, I want to be better. Mm. And um, this is 2013. So I woke up, I hear, because uh, immediately I have, to, I have to get high as soon as I wake up. So I Were do. Were you in school at this time? No, I had dropped out. Everything I was doing was chasing drugs and money at this point. Um, family didn't want anything to do with me. I hurt them, stole from them, you know. And so that was full-time just in that game. Yeah. Well, I woke up that morning, and uh, it was like 5.30 a.m., and I heard like some school door, uh, like some bus doors open. I was like, yeah. man, it's way too early for the kids to be going to school. So I look out the window. It's a SWAT team. I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I start running and stashing, trying to uh, flush stuff. Anyways, I throw a flashbang, boom, it's over. So. Mm. I just remember being outside handcuffed in my yard while they're searching my house, thanking God that this was over. Because it was either I was going to prison or I was going to die. You got to mm-hmm. answer your prayers. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that uh-huh. night. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't the way I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know. 
better that than just dying in my yeah. addiction. So they brought me here to Pulaski County. Uh, this all happened in Conway, by the way. That's where okay. I'm from. And uh, I was booked on a federal indictment for conspiracy uh, in a peel ring in Conway with like 13 other people. Mm-hmm. And um, brought me here to Pulaski County, man. I withdrawn in jail for like two months. Um, I remember. That's he, a long time. Yeah. What'd I say? Two months? Two weeks, I'm sorry. I was going to no, say. No, 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 no. Yeah, you you're hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Not two yeah. months. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. It took me to I wasn't eating or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I finally kind of came to my mom, uh, met a man here in Little Rock who uh, pointed her into the Nehemiah house. I, I had never heard of it. I knew I needed some kind of help. Mm-hmm. I got a hold of a book called The uh, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And it's a 40-day, like, everyday devotional. Mm-hmm. I read it. I, I went through it in, like, three days. And I knew that my life was meant for more. And so right then I had made a pact with God. I was like, whatever you want me to do, I'm in. So they shipped me to uh, Pine Bluff after about two weeks here in Pulaski. To the county jail? Yes, yes. And um, one day they come to my cell and they say, Burton, you're free to go. Be back at 3.30. I'm like, what? You don't just let up person that's on a federal indictment out and say hey you got to be back you know it's mm-hmm. like unheard of so I called my mom I was like I don't know what's going on but they just let me out but I got to be back at 3 30 so she arranged for an interview uh, where I work now she come all the way from Conway got me I went through the interview process um, it's funny because it's in that same office y'all are that y'all come and mm-hmm. so that's where it was at I was on the other side of the desk well, full circle yeah that's crazy yeah <laughs> sounds familiar yeah <laughs> yeah so it was pretty cool. I broke it's down. The same desk? Same desk. Same desk. <laughs> same desk. My desk now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord's blessed me with that. Um, so I even go back early to jail. And they're like, what? What did you come back for? You know, because I'm facing 20 <laughs> years. I'm looking at 20 years fed, wow. bedtime. And uh, they accepted me, but it took them a couple of days to do paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like two or three days later, they came and got me, brought me to the Nehemiah house. That's where my journey started. Um, I basically learned how to live life clean and sober, right? Right, and to live for uh, something other than myself. So I go through that program. I graduate after nine months, and I still have this um, indictment over my head. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm facing twenty years. Um, the weird thing was, and it's not weird now looking back, but at the time it was weird. There's this big dude on my case who was like the head of the DA. Um, on my case. And so when I went home to Conway, I'd go to New Life Church with my mom and my family, and I would see this dude there at mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. He would hug me. Like, you know, when I first, the day I met him, I was scared to death of the dude. Big old yoke dude. Mm-hmm. And he would hug me, and we would talk. And um, throughout my time there, he would come to the mission and see me and talk about his life and God and his beliefs. And uh, anyway, he took me to Sonic a few times and just, <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool, really weird uh, at the time. So I would see him. Um, so I graduate the program, still um, still have court coming. Like I said, I had made my mind up. Whatever God wanted me to do, I was going to do. So two months after I graduated, I take an intern. Uh, I take an intern position after I graduated. They offered it to me. I guess, you know, they seen something in me. 
I agreed to it. I stayed there. Um, I was going to school online, trying to finish up my business degree when I dropped out and yeah. um, working as an intern. So mm-hmm. um, I was doing that. And then about two months, two months after I graduated, I got a call. So my dad, who divorced my mom, I was talking about, he had remarried and had, we've, I've got three little siblings. They're grown now, but at the time they're like 12, 10 and eight. Mm-hmm. So I get a call. He, he was an uh, addict and he shot his wife in the head and then shot himself. Mm. Yeah. On the porch, kids inside. And, uh, you know, I didn't let that waver me. You know, I stayed the course. I knew God was bigger than Yeah. You had that. a purpose. Yeah. 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 So any excuse a former addict can get, you know, we'll jump yeah. on it. Yeah. But I was determined. No, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going out like that. So. I stayed the course, and then the news came and did an interview on me while I was there. So they, they ran a story mm-hmm. about where I was at, my journey, and stuff that happened with my dad, me working there. They air it, and so I get a call the next day, literally after it was aired from the prosecutor's office, and they called me up and said she wants to meet with you. I come downtown to that building right there. I think it's the Stevens building. Mm-hmm. And I come up, go through security, and the first person I see is, the DA dude? Big time. The big dude. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in there, I was like, uh-oh. Oh. So I walk in, and uh, they tell me, they pull me in the office, they said, this never happens. Rarely I've ever seen it, but we're going to drop all, we're going to dismiss your case, drop all your charges. Wow. Free to go. Just like that? Just like that. But you had to stay the course. I did. Yeah. So you ended up, you have, you're at Nehemiah. The Nehemiah House, Nehemiah House, right? Yes, ma'am. Have you graduated by then? Yeah, graduated college. You're, you're intern right now. Yeah, at this. Yeah, I graduated the program. Okay. And then I was interning. So you graduated the program, doing intern, kind of like waiting on the outcome of this case, and then they just, boom, you're free. Everything's dropped. So here's another opportunity where you can be like, I'm yeah, gone. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you could have ditched yeah. everything and went back to whatever life you wanted to. Yeah. But instead, you ended up. Finishing your intern. Yep. And, and took a full-time position. It's like a recovery associate. Just kind of stayed the course, worked my way up to work program director. And now I'm the director of program operations. That's so cool. Yeah. So what do you offer at Nehemiah House? Now it's, it's for men only. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Nehemiah House is for men only. We have a uh, ladies uh, facility called the Dorcas House Okay. Um, here in Little Rock as well. But um, we keep them separate. Um, we're a nine-month inpatient program. So drug and alcohol, you don't necessarily have to be on drugs drugs and alcohol to come there. Um, okay. Because life is just tough as it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I like about that place. Yeah. So it, if you're not addicted to drugs, alcohol, or whatever, if you're homeless, if you are just falling down on your luck, if yeah. you just need somewhere to go, do you offer counseling? Do you offer mental health? What all do y'all have on the mental? Yeah, so um, we call it a hand up, not a handout. So we're looking to help you up. Um, there's, uh, they'll, they'll, you'd go through an interview process, uh, pretty, not rigorous, I would say, but um, just to determine if you know if you really need some help or if you're just kind of, we'll make the decision. But mm-hmm. most people get a shot. Um, we, uh, we were a homeless shelter 
Um, this started in 1946. So the Union Rescue Mission has mm. been around since 1946. Here in Little Rock was a homeless shelter only, and then they realized how much addiction mm-hmm. went hand-in-hand hand with homelessness, so they opened up a drug and alcohol program. Um, we had the homeless shelter when I first came through. I can't remember what year we shut it down. A couple years ago, okay. we just didn't feel like we were doing any good. Uh, we weren't producing much fruit, so to say. Um, we didn't have the staff or the security for that. So we. Mm. So now if you want to come in, if you're homeless, if you have a drug problem, if your circumstances are just, you know, bad, then you want to come on in to the nine-month program. Well, I've recently changed it to a six-month recovery part. That's phase one. You go through all your classes, your counseling, uh, your anger management, um, step steps you do your 12 steps we have an introduction uh, to the bible because we are a faith-based organization um then the next three months is the we say phase two you have like a financial we teach you how to handle your finances how to tie Mm -hmm. fix your credit pay your bills you know um that kind of stuff you get a relapse prevention course and a discipleship um program which is intense learning how to serve and give back to the mm-hmm. community and serve um, others um, yeah they do do individual counseling we do group counseling we do CR meetings celebrate recoveries we have different individuals and churches that come in and teach the bible to the guys so it's pretty cool it's, Real good. it's coursework you got to put some work into it right I want to talk about what um has anything changed from when you went to now you have the keys to the city? Have <laughs> anything really changed? <laughs> like um, a major change? No, not really. We've stuck to our core beliefs. No, you know, what nothing. about the CrossFit? Oh, you guys are doing yes. <laughs> so no. you've implemented some things on your own. <laughs> I have been able to. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so fitness uh, has played a huge part in my recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. We have a gym there um, in the facility. It's got pretty much everything a person would need. And uh, I started working out there when I was in the program, probably two months. I remember when I first came in, some dude pulled me in. So they like, had the gym there? Yeah, they had before. a little gym, yeah, okay. just a regular, you know, bench. But it wasn't getting fire. a lot of use out of it, I guess. But, I mean, no. there was guys in there, oh, yeah, okay, okay. you know, just a few, not, not everybody, but um, – I remember when I first got there, like my third day, a guy tried to get me in there, and I was just like, no, nah, dude, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Really? Yeah, I wasn't ready mentally. Yeah. So I think maybe mm. after a month or two, I decided, I was like, all right. So I went in there, and I did one, and just realized how good it made me feel. Like yeah. the endorphins that, that, that happen, the dopamine is dumped in your system, and you feel like you've um, – Accomplish something. It's done. Yeah. yeah, there's no better feeling for me, anyways. You so can see, you can see immediate results too. The chest start poking out. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I, might, I might need to <laughs> join this CrossFit. Yeah. So it's for the men there. Yeah. So and the women. At, yeah. Okay. Yes, man. So I have partnered with uh, I, God had brought me in contact with a gym and uh, Momel called it was CrossFit Momel Stronger Together Fitness. Tony Phillips and Tony and like Shannon Phillips. Based. It is, uh, it is, they are Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. It is their ministry. And God, I've always like. wanted to do CrossFit, just never went. 
Mm-hmm. Like I just did a traditional gym. So what is CrossFit? Because it's not just working out. I right. mean, lifting weight. Yes. What is CrossFit so it's for those high, that don't know? It's uh, it's it's a bunch of different working out in one. It's high intensity movements. Um, you have gymnastics in it. That involves oh. your whole body. Weight lifting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cardio. So there's there are different time variables. It could be a ten minute workout with um, squats, running. Some places swim, and they're all mixed into a like a. That could be a ten minute workout where hmm. you do different rep schemes of each movement. So it's high intensity, and really gets um, the body going. And so um, it's just really good to. It really just goes hand in hand with life on how to overcome and and to work through hmm. uncomfortable situations because CrossFit is uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. And it takes some mental toughness just to fight through. Yeah, and it's like life. So how long have you been doing? How long has it been since you've implemented the CrossFit? And have you seen um, a change from people that are participating in CrossFit than those that aren't? Like, what have you seen? I do. As the result. I do. Yeah. So we've been the guys have been doing it uh, for eight months now. And um, our women, they just started. I think they're on their third week. So, but yes, ma'am, it's uh, you can tell the difference. Uh, the guys that do it and are capable of doing it, because not everybody has to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're physically able, we uh, put it as part of your programming, your recovery. Um, they're just in better moods. You know what I'm saying? That um, it just sets the tone for the day and that week that, Hey, if I can do this. Yeah. Cause then. once you get in those kind of places like rehabs and stuff like that, it's like you eat, 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 mm-hmm. go to class, sit down and then go back, lay down and then repeat, eat, yeah. eat, eat, you know what I mean? So, so the metabolism probably slows down and you're like <laughs> swelling, yeah. like Absolutely. not and you're muscles, all sluggy. But <laughs> you're all sluggish and you really like you're in class and you're like, oh, man, what yeah, man, yeah. I can't wait to leave. So you trade one habit for another. Yeah, I like that. Additional. A healthy like, one. Yeah. A healthy lifestyle. Well, I'm saying most of the time these guys, they come in, they just. Oh, yeah. They'll trade the drugs for, for food. The eating, yeah, yeah, and sleeping. Yeah. We call yeah. it Nehemiah House 40. So if you're not careful, you can put 40 pounds on in wow. a month or two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we offer a. <laughs> <laughs> we not only offer, you know, the CrossFit, we offer healthy uh, eating. Oh, good. Yeah, so there's a healthy option for the guys that choose what they want to put in their bodies. Right. We call it getting fit from the inside out. So That's mind, good. body, spirit. That's good. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are doing some wonderful things over there. I know um, I can benefit from some of the things that you have, especially the CrossFit and the healthy eating. Because, yeah, uh, um, yeah I'm not there yet. <laughs> but I love that because mentally they're actually thinking about another addiction which can be the healthy lifestyle, right. working out, eating good, you know, instead of putting all that bad stuff in your body, yes. put the good stuff. Yeah. And then the, the mental is building um, just a positive aspect on their, yeah. on their mind. So yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I try to tell them, you know, I've done my body so bad over the years, mm. you know, I, I owe it to myself. Right to do it right now right. and so that's why i watch what i put in my you know well i can tell well, thank you so everybody's gonna come out looking thank like you. you that comes in my you can <laughs> absolutely you can so i got one one last question how much does all this cost 
Oh, because I know question. there's probably some That's loved one question. out there thinking like, oh yeah, I've never heard of CrossFit at a rehab or mm-hmm. transition living house. I want to get my son there. I want to get my daughter. How much does it cost? Because it sounds like it's expensive. Yeah, no, no. Um, probably the cheapest in town, I would say. Um, we charge eighty dollars one time for the nine months. Wow. We don't even ask that up front. We don't ask the parents to pay for it, the family. If the man's capable to go work, we'll send them with somebody that needs some help working and make wow. and they'll be able to, you know, pay their own way. Eighty bucks. We have a bunch of faithful donors. Uh we're we're a uh non profit. We don't we don't get any federal or state funding mm-hmm. outside of any kind of like grants, food grants and stuff. Um so um the church and, and faithful givers send send twenty, thirty, fifty bucks a week or a month or something. That's how we run. Keep mm-hmm. the lights on. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Man. That is good. That's awesome. Yeah. Our alliance we have a huge alliance um of different agencies, um, nonprofits. Um we definitely need to know about Nehemiah House. So if you would, before we end, I think our time is almost up. But before you go, I need you to let them know how to get in contact, how to refer, what they need to do to refer someone there, and your website, phone number, all that. Yeah. So can you give so us that in information? Yeah, we're in Pulaski, Pulaski County. County. Do we have to be like this? Yeah, do they have to be, to be in Pulaski, Pulaski County? County? No. No, we've had people from Oklahoma. And oh, okay. All That's over good. The place. Yeah. Yeah, so, so they can refer from out of state. Yes, ma'am. All over. Okay. Let us know how to get in touch with you. So you can go to our website. It's www.urmissionlr.org. And then our phone number is 501-374-1108. You can do extension four. That's the guys. Extension three is the ladies for any uh, females that need help. Um, We're in downtown Little Rock um, over by the airport, close to the airport. So, you guys, if you need to get in touch with Jeremy, we will um, possibly put the information on the in the comments or somewhere on the screen so you can have that. But Nehemiah House, if you need anyone referred there, get in touch with Jeremy, go to their website, give them a call. It's a great place. So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.